What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters, and I'm here to learn you a thing or two. In this episode, I'll be telling you about Beowulf. This story starts out with King Hrothgar, who builds Heroat, which is the greatest meat hall ever. The story starts with a guy building a place to drink. Heroat happened to be built by right next to Grendel's lake, and Grendel was a terrible monster who was a huge buzzkill. He hated hearing the sounds of people having a good time, so he'd come over to ask them to turn down the music. When they said no, he just started eating people. This continues for 12 years. Nobody knows what to do or how to stop it. Nobody decides maybe they should move or something. Beowulf, upon hearing of this, decides that he should help because he's a great hero and this is the exact thing that a great hero would do. He takes 14 men with him on a ship and heads out to Heroat. This ship is loaded with beautiful weapons and armor. The poem explains all the cool stuff he has in excruciating detail. He's eventually spotted by a retainer of Hrothgar that was assigned to guard the coast. He's supposed to be a guard, but he marches 15 heavily armed men right up to the king's house. Beowulf was, after all, the mightiest noble and largest man that the guard had ever laid eyes on, so he probably wanted no part in trying to fight him off. Hrothgar knew Beowulf as a boy because he once protected his father from a blood feud, so he welcomes him inside his home. Beowulf tries to tell him that he's a job interview, as if anybody's going to stop the one person who's volunteering to help. He tells him about how he slew a tribe of giants and defeated several sea monsters, and just routinely leaves battle covered in his enemy's blood. People start to get their hopes up, at which point Beowulf says that since Grendel uses no weapons, that neither will he. He's really just here to wrestle. Also, he's going to do it completely naked. Everybody's like, mm, what? What are you doing? He's like, listen, fair is fair. He don't have a sword. I don't have a sword. He don't got pants. I don't got pants. It's all about honor. Now, weirdly enough, Beowulf is actually saving himself here since Grendel has been protected by a magic spell so mortal weapons won't be able to hurt him. Beowulf doesn't fucking know this. He's just really adamant about wrestling naked. King's like, sure, I'm convinced. Let's party. It's literally why I built this place. Everyone starts to drink and eat. One man, Unferth, with his lame nerd name, stands up and starts questioning if Beowulf can really succeed. He brings up that when Beowulf was just a boy, he had a super dangerous and reckless swimming match with another child named Brekka. Because we all know that who we are as adults should be judged exclusively on the snot-nosed little monsters we were in middle school. He's like, yeah, I heard that Brekka kid beat you in seven nights, and if you can't win a superhuman swimming contest, then how can you possibly naked wrestle Grendel? So we're just going to gloss over the fact that Beowulf allegedly swam for seven nights straight, and that wasn't enough to prove how strong he was. Beowulf responds that maybe Unferth had a little too much to drink. He's like, yeah, in our youth, we did boast to each other, and Brekka and I had a swimming contest in open seas, but it wasn't really that dangerous. We thought ahead, so we wore armor and carried our swords for protection. And he's like, Psh, you don't even know the story because we only swam for five nights, not seven. We were neck and neck the whole time until bad weather drove us apart. Then some sea monsters attacked. I killed a whole bunch of them because I was smart enough to bring my sword to the swimming contest. And then we both survived. Don't you look like an idiot. Also, what amazing feats have you ever accomplished, huh, Unferth? I haven't heard of any. Care to enlighten us? Oh, what's that? The only thing you're known for is killing your own brothers? Maybe if you were a great warrior, then I wouldn't have to be here and naked wrestle Grendel. After everyone has a good laugh at stupid Unferth, they keep drinking and eventually go to bed. Grendel comes that night into the meat hall, and he's described as kind of like an ogre, just big, strong, and angry. He sees the hall is filled with Geet soldiers. He eats one, and when he goes to grab the second, Beowulf pounces on him, and they start their wrestling match. Match is crazy intense. Everyone is watching on in horror. It gets so out of hand that it threatens to topple the very building Beowulf is trying to protect. Beowulf's pulling out all the moves. He's choke slam, power bomb, tombstone pile driver. Match is starting to side heavily in his favor. 
Grendel tries to get away, but Beowulf's grip is too strong, and he rips Grendel's arm right off at the shoulder. Grendel flees back to his lake, and Beowulf mounts the arm as a trophy. The next morning, it's all celebrations in honor of Beowulf and his win against Grendel. There's music and storytelling, and even nerd bitch Unverth sits quietly as Beowulf tells them of the previous night's epic battle. King Hrothgar grants Beowulf several gifts. He gives him golden armor and a jeweled sword. Why waste the pretty armor on the guy who wears it to go swimming but not to fight monsters? Who knows? He also gives him eight of the finest horses with golden trappings and gem-studded saddles. For the first night in a long time, the inhabitants of Hirawat can sleep peacefully in its halls. Too bad Grendel had a mother who is only referred to as Grendel's mother that comes up from the lake and retrieves her son's arm and abducts a soldier while she's at it. She retreats back to her home, and Beowulf comes back to Hirawat, where Hrothgar tells Beowulf that it was always rumored there were two ogres, and one was in the shape of a woman, but they only ever saw Grendel, so they totally forgot about it. He goes to find their lake, and it's just this vile, evil place where all sorts of serpents and monsters are dwelling in it. Unferth, of all people, presents Beowulf with his treasured sword, Hrunting. Things like honor and reputation were big, and since Unferth himself was too scared to chase after Grendel's mother, he realizes his reputation is permanently damaged, he will be known as a nerd bitch forever. So Beowulf dies into the lake, this time fully armored and with a weapon. Guess there's only armor in naked wrestling male monsters. So while underwater, Grendel's mother gets a hold of him, and various beasts in the lake try to take a bite out of him, but nothing is able to pierce his chainmail. Grendel's mother eventually pulls him to her hidden cavern, where they start to fight. Hrunting, the sword gifted to Beowulf by Unferth, cannot pierce her ogre's skin, and he can't get a grip on her like he did with Grendel because they're both wet and slippery. Eventually, Beowulf sees the sword made by giants in the cave. said that no mere man before has ever lifted such a huge blade in battle, and he cuts Grendel's mother right in fucking half. Then he starts to explore the cave. He finds the corpse of Grendel, and because the mother had stolen that nice trophy Beowulf earned fair and square, he cuts the head off of Grendel's corpse. For some reason, the giant sword melts away, leaving only the hilt. The hilt and the head of Grendel are the two things in the cave Beowulf decides he wants to keep because reasons. So he goes back to Hirawat to present Grendel's head and the giant's hilt to King Hrothgar. He thanks Beowulf for his deeds, showers him with even more gifts. Tells Beowulf that he used to be a good and strong king, but then he got old and couldn't go na- naked wrestle ogres anymore. Beowulf returns home to King Higelak and tells him of his victories. He then presents the king with the treasures he had earned, as it is customary to give your king first pick of treasures earned in battle. King then rewards Beowulf with a golden sword, officially makes him lord, and grants him land in his very own hall. Eventually, King Higlak is killed in battle, and his son inherits the throne, who is all 50 years. Then a dragon starts rampaging across the country. Apparently, this dragon had been peacefully protecting his treasure for 300 years, but an escaped slave finds its way into its hoard and steals a single cup dragon who has no use for any fucking cup decides to destroy everything in response beowulf is like well i guess i have to protect everyone and defeat the monster again remember when i defeated grendel and his mother 50 years ago yeah i could still do that what's 50 years of aging anyway so beowulf seems a little apologetic that he's even using weapons but this is a dragon you can't just naked wrestle a dragon and expect everything to turn out okay beowulf brings 11 warriors with him to the dragon's lair but decides he wants to try it one-on-one first Now, an old man, the dragon overwhelms him, and he calls for help. Ten of the eleven warriors just run away, leaving only Wiglaf, who has never seen combat before. Wiglaf is the exact opposite of a nerd bitch, and he jumps right into the fight to try and help Beowulf slay the dragon. Wiglaf's shield gets burned away, and his hand is injured. 
Beowulf finds the strength to swing his sword. He swings it so hard that it breaks over the dragon's head. The dragon, now seeing that Beowulf is without a weapon, just charges at him and catches Beowulf, catches him by the throat with his fangs. Wiglaf runs over to find a vulnerable spot and starts stabbing it. Apparently he hit the fire-breathing organ because the dragon can't breathe fire anymore. Beowulf then takes a dagger and opens the dragon's belly with it, delivering a killing blow. Beowulf lays dying on the floor from his wounds, and Wiglaf tries to comfort him. He tells him that he wants a funeral pyre by the sea, and that Wiglaf gets to be the new king because he's the only one who wasn't a big pansy who ran away. The poem ends with Beowulf's funeral pyre and his people mourning his loss. That's the story of Beowulf. If you liked the episode, don't forget to subscribe, and leave a comment about what you want to hear in the future episodes.